I've got the exciting new game, soccer. <laughs> soccer. <laughs> and I have three small impressions. They're all of Ronnie Corbett. Oh, that was really... Oh, dear. That's a bit weird. Hello, and welcome to Date Fight. And what, you know what? Welcome to Boxing Day. Yes. Happy Boxing Day. It's Nat's favourite day. It's the best day of the year. It's the most doing nothingest day of the year. You don't have to cook. You can just eat leftovers. Mm. You've got nothing to do apart from dip potatoes in gravy and play with presents. And find out what's on the telly. I shall be dipping my potatoes into the gravy of history. <laughs> yes, forthwith. Come on then. Round one. I would like to take you back to the 26th of December, 1980. Oh. To Rendlesham Forest, near RAF Woodbridge, when at around 3am, a security patrol near the east gate of RAF Woodbridge saw lights descending into nearby Rendlesham Forest. No way. Yeah. They have been attributed by astronomers to a piece of natural debris seen burning up as a fireball over southern Yeah, England. yeah, yeah. It was but, yonder star. Yeah. Would burning debris leave three small impressions in the ground? Oh, no, I understand. Mm. <laughs> they weren't all of Ronnie Corbett. Three Ronnie Corbett's. <laughs> Three wise men. After daybreak on the morning of the 26th of December, servicemen returned to a small clearing near the eastern edge of the forest and found three small impressions on the ground in a triangular pattern. This is from when he it all the way now. <laughs> yeah. They found four candles. <laughs> My producer. Uh, as well as burn marks and broken branches on the trees. At 10.30am, the police were called out again, this time to come and see the impressions, which they thought <laughs> were very accurate. <laughs> Then they called Ronnie Colbert out to see them, and he thought they were rubbish. <laughs> the police thought they could have been made by an animal. In a triangular pattern? Come, Come off it. police. Uh, servicemen initially thought it was a downed aircraft, but on entering the forest, they saw a glowing object, metallic in appearance, with coloured lights. No way, seriously. As they attempted to approach the object, it appeared to move through the trees. Shut the up. The animals on a nearby farm went into a frenzy and one of the servicemen, Sergeant Jim Preston, later claimed to have encountered a craft of unknown origin while in the forest. Although there was no publicised mention of this at the time and there is no corroboration from any other witnesses. Oh, that's really cool. Mmm. It was in a book, You Can't Tell the People, by Georgia Bruni. We published a photograph of the supposed landing sites taken on the morning after the first sighting. It's known as Britain's Roswell. Why not? Because Roswell didn't happen. This one did. <laughs> How can you say... Listen, mate, you need to wake up to the truth, mate. I'm blinded by the MSM. It's, they drilled my teeth, mate. <laughs> it's not because yeah. I haven't flossed since 1999. <laughs> Rendlesham Forest, full of aliens. Go visit today. Yeah. Maybe they'll come back on the anniversary. We'll be on the uh, 39th anniversary of the Rendlesham incident i'm just saying 39th anniversary yeah is either coral or rubies <laughs> that's what i'll expect i think we should stop giving coral out for 35th anniversary yeah i think that's not wise it's part of the problem that there are too many 35th anniversaries yeah going is on. the 40th anniversary 
endangered albatross eggs. Yes, and uh, 45th is black rhinos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, right, 26th of December, Boxing Day 1860. Ooh. And I know this is going to thrill you, and I, I'm sort of surprised you haven't chosen this already, because this would <laughs> oh, probably be your lead story, because you love this kind of stuff. The first ever... Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm so excited. Inter-Club English Association football match takes place. Good. Between West Bromwich <laughs> champions and Halliburton. Hallam. Hallam. And Wendlesham. Sh- Shoreham. Sheffield. Sheffield. Football clubs in... A field. In Sheffield. And the Sheffield it field. is brilliant. What I love is that soccer, football... Yeah. Everybody knows what, like, we know. Okay, we get it. But Wikipedia... (laughs) couldn't be more on board. Wikipedia, being the completest that it is, has to have the following entry. You ready? Yep. Association football, Mm -hmm. more commonly known as football Football. or soccer, is a team sport played with a spherical ball, a spherical ball between two teams of 11 players. It is played by... hmm, 250 million players in over 200 countries and dependencies, making it the world's most popular sport. The game is played on a rectangular field called a pitch with a goal at each end. The object of the game is to score by moving the ball beyond the goal line into the opposing goal. Oh. And what influence are you allowed to use to score that goal? The feet. The feet. The head. Mm -hmm. The chest. Mm -hmm. Not the hands. No. What about the groin? Always the groin. You get double, I think, I'm pretty sure, because you and I kind of know quite a bit about yeah, football. Yeah, we're pretty expert on this. So we know it's, it's, it's a double goal if it comes off the groin. Yeah, triple goal if you clench it between the buttocks and run it right the way up the field. If you kick the ball yes. and it glances off a vicar in the crowd yeah. and then goes into the goal, yeah. that's called a Jesus goal. And is it? Yeah, and yeah. that's... Of course it is, yeah. That, that's 2019, this Points. year, goals. Oh, right, so you get a point for every year since Jesus' birth. every year since Jesus' birth. Right. And Gary Lineker was very good at those. Yes, yeah, he scored, he scored the most there's ever been. He scored... Right. Which was one. Which won him 1,989 points. Yes, yes, it did. And earned him a crisp... Points, because that's how they do it. A crisp-selling contract for life. Yes. Uh, Until Mariah Carey came along. Other rules? Yes. You can take a badger on the pitch, but it has to be a wild card. It can't just be on your team. Right, so it has to be a feral badger? It's a, a feral wild card badger. Right. But any the, either team is allowed to bring an unlimited number of badgers onto the right. pitch. So has anyone tried to smuggle a trained badger in under the guise of the crowd of feral oh, badgers? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. You remember the Manchester City-Everton yes. match of 91, of I think. Mm-hmm. And they had a badger and uh, oh. it did a header. Yeah. And just a little bit of the... Uh, the sort of the makeup they put on the badger came off, yeah. and underneath it was, it was blue, it, oh. which is, I think, Manchester City and evident. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying, oh, let's just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> That's football. Football. Hello, and welcome to another That's Football with Jake and Nat. Nat and Jake together again. Now we've got a great match coming up today. 1,000%. And I'll tell you what, it's a big mistake putting 
Bruno <laughs> yeah. in 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 the, the attack wing. Well, you say what you like about Bruno. He is not afraid to come forward when he needs to, but he also isn't afraid to fall back or lie down or indeed roll over. He can do all of the movements. Now, there's been a lot of upset, hasn't there, about um, oh, what's quite. been going on in the crowds during the matches. Yes. A lot of art forgery. Yep. There's a Michelangelo, someone done, yep. what they sold for. close harmony singing, which really goes against the spirit of the no, game. People really don't opinion. appreciate that. You know, the kids don't like it. They can't join in. No. That's football. That's football. <laughs> it's a bit, that's football that's with Jake and Nat. <laughs> you know, Finchie off of uh, the office. That's football. Oh, that's with football Jake, with and, Jake Nat. and Nat. <laughs> Let's stop doing Ralph Innocent impressions. <laughs> Who's come out of whose uterus? <laughs> Happy birthday to Charles Babbage. He'd invented the difference engine, which is the world's first sort of thing that was like a computer. It's a calculator. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Happy birthday to Mao Zedong. From everyone in China, I guess. Happy birthday, Mao. His famous little red book. Yeah. Which had all the names and addresses of Gonna all put of your his. name in my little red book. <laughs> Happy birthday to Carol Spinney! Ah. Who was Big Bird. And died quite recently. Yeah. So happy birthday, but in a sad way. Yeah. Happy death day. Happy death day to Nigel Hawthorne. He was in Yes Minister and Yes Prime Minister and whatever the George the illness of George Madness of George III. Yeah. I believe in Madness of King George, that was what it was called because it was Alan Bennett, I think, did the joke. They couldn't call it the Madness of George III because the Americans wouldn't understand what happened to the madness of King George I and II. Right, they feel like they missed the first two parts of a trilogy. Yes. Um, happy death day to Vincent Schiavelli, the sad faced ghost man from Ghost. Happy death day to Elsa Lanchester. She was the bride of Frankenstein and is in Mary Poppins. No, no, Katie Nana. I've. I did not know she was the bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, she's the one with the spooky, stripy hair. Anyway, happy death day to her. Yeah, she was great. Yep, now she's gone. <laughs> Let's talk Kwanzaa. Come on, round two. Let's talk Kwanzaa. Oh, totally. Let's talk Kwanzaa. When uh, did you first hear about Kwanzaa? Oh, I think probably in the 1990s on an American sitcom, perhaps The Simpsons, or maybe Friends. I think Friends did a reference to it at one point. I'm sure they did it with their usual extremely tactful... Yes, I think they touched on that Light touch. Really, really sensitively. Yeah, but they did. Yeah. Like with all they the other... They probably had... Ross black up because he wanted to have another holiday to celebrate or something. It's probably something like that. Yeah. It's so great. So it's so great. No, yeah, actually, at least love... we're acknowledging it. So you know. Yeah, it's... actually, I first mm. became aware of it when I went to the states. I confess, uh, mm-hmm. when I, di- I I didn't fully understand why everyone always said happy holidays around Chris Christmas mm-hmm. and then I realised it's because actually, you know, here's me with my pathetic yeah, with your Christian privilege. Yeah. And, of course, there are lots of religious festivals that happen around this time. Yes. And Kwanzaa... And pagan ones. ...was invented in 1966. Yep. ...by Maulana Karenga. Yes. Chair of Black Studies at California State University. Do you know uh, what the name Kwanzaa means? No. I'm sure you do. You're looking at the same page I am. Yeah, but I haven't <laughs> scrolled down as far as you. <laughs> it derives from the Swahili phrase, Watunda ya Kwanzaa, meaning first fruits of the harvest. Or a more conventional translation would be simply first fruits. First fruits. First fruits. Fruit. Uh, because it semi-coincides, I mean, it doesn't, it's about five days out, but it mm. coincides with the southern solstice. 
Yeah. It's based on seven principles of Pan-Africanism. Which is why they added the extra A on the end. Is it? To make it up to seven letters. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, each of, one of the seven, each of the seven days of Kwanzaa is dedicated to one of the following principles. Go on. Umoja, unity, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation and race. That's a good one. Kujichagulia, self-determination, to define and name ourselves as well as to create and speak for ourselves. That's important. Ujima, collective work and responsibility, to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and to solve them together. I'll go with that. Ujama, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our own stores, shops and other businesses and to profit from them together. Oh, okay. That's a... Mm. I wonder what Amazon's doing for Kwanzaa. <laughs> Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Quite right too. Kumba, creativity, to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than when we inherited it. That's basically, please leave this toilet, toilet as you'd wish to find it. Yeah. Imani, faith, to believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Excellent. Well, there we go. I think it's a wonderful thing. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa to you. How many of the seven principles do you think you embody? Quarter of one. What yes. about you? Um, and, and, and it's the one about self, selfish bit. self The second one, the self-pleasuring bit. Quarter of that. To name yourselves. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah. You've named yourself. Yeah. Great. What about you? Uh, You're like, all oh, seven, mate. Yeah, all Bang seven. Bang on. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Seven out of seven. Well done. Yeah. That's very impressive. That's why I don't have to celebrate it anymore. Of course not. You've done it. I've done it. I've got, I've done Kwanzaa. Yeah. <laughs> got my Kwanzaa badge. Well, if you're celebrating, sincerely, a very happy yes. Kwanzaa to you. And uh, if you're not, well, now you know. Why don't you start now? Yeah. Stop dipping your potatoes in your gravy. Yeah. And celebrate Kwanzaa for goodness sake. you can strive to maintain unity in the family by dipping potatoes in gravy. It depends whose potatoes and whose gravy and who's there. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>